I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Inspired Evolution, and this is your humble host, Amrit Sandhu, here today with Koki of the Beekeeper. Hey, Koki, how are you? G'day, I'm very well. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it is such a so. treat to have you here today. <laughs> such a treat to have you today. So, I guess for those listening, um, I've got to try and explain how this introdu- introduction happened and a little bit of your background. Okay. So, I took the liberty of taking a photo of the sign at the front of the beekeeper, okay. and just I'm going to read that really quickly. Um, so the story of the beekeeper parade, um, my beginning in life, Koki says, in, is a little bit different to most people. I was born in prison and lived the first three years of my life imprisoned, but I had one of the strongest mums ever. She protected me and we escaped the war, landing in Melbourne, Australia when I was three. People keep saying I was lucky, but this is not completely true. We survived because we cared enough to help, such as Australians fighting for our freedom and asylum. There is no way I was just going to live my life normally when I became an adult. I wanted to say thank you to all the people that helped me. So I went to Cambodia and helped build five schools. This is great, but something happened to me a few years ago that broke me and challenged me forever. I lost my little sister to cancer. Surviving this loss and learning to live with grief has been my greatest challenge. In her will, Sophia kindly left me her car with instructions to sell it and use the money to create a business that would inspire change. So I created Beekeeper Parade, and I've been working on it every single day. So here I am, a kid born in prison, and now here on Brunswick Street, Fitzroy, Melbourne. (laughs) Given this opportunity with this little shop, it's crazy. I get to talk to beautiful people every day. I would love it if you come in and check us out, even if it is just to share stories. I try my best to make sure my products don't hurt the environment or the people and animals that call it home. That's it for now. Who knows what tomorrow will bring? We could fly or we could fall. I really hope we get to fly. <laughs> <laughs> so that was super beautiful. And I was, um, I was just walking past and I totally read this. And yeah. I remember our little encounter where it was just like, I just read. So the, the thing that really got me was come in and share your story. Yeah. And as soon as I read that, I was just like, 
I love storytelling and I love the idea of stories. And so I just got, I was like, okay, I'm actually going to take you up on this. And I was going to walk in and be like, who's this? And what's the story? And yeah. And it was really cool to sort of dial into to your yeah. story briefly that day. Um, and it was fun to sort of share some of mine as well. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> it's a beautiful meeting. So um, I'm really um, I'm really inspired by the fact that there's there's been a lot of, um, I guess we, we touched on this a little bit, but there's been some challenges in the face of birthing some really amazing, epic things. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that? So, uh, can you ask that question again? So, there's been some really, some, there's been some really definite challenges in your life that have birthed some okay. really beautiful things. Yes. Um, and can we talk about that? Yeah. Okay. Um, you know, I think um, none of us will get through life without facing our own tragedies and uh, challenges and turmoil. Yeah. Um, and for me, my own journey, I don't think I learnt my lessons uh, immediately after the experience. So it took me, as a human being, a while to kind of um, evolve to understand what these lessons were and then how to uh, grow from it and then use these lessons, which often came from moments of my most uh, troubling traumas and pain and then apply it in a way that uh, creates beauty in the world. And, um, yeah, I can talk about some of those moments. Um, I, I have kind of four observations that uh, are very clear to me, mm-hmm. and these observations kind of define who I am yeah. and how I walk in this world. The um, Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't call myself a creative or an entrepreneur I call mm. myself nothing I'm just my name Koki mm-hmm. and uh, people always say all these other things about me but I really claim no title and I'm not an expert in any field mm. and I don't want to be an expert in anything I'm just a student like of life um, <laughs> I love that and these are my observations that uh, allowed me to find happiness um, the first one uh, is about my mum uh, this is a woman that was born in prison. Oh, no, I was born in prison. Yeah. But this is a woman that gave birth to me in prison. And uh, she was 30 years old. Mm-hmm. And um, people kept telling her and my family and me that we were very lucky to be in Australia to have survived the war. And I kind of got... I kind of agreed with them at the very beginning, but I started getting a little bit angry about that comment Nothing major, but I kind of thought it doesn't feel right that people would say we were lucky, and yeah. so I started thinking about it quite carefully, and uh, and I I realised that to call this story lucky is to diminish what power my mum used to survive. So she was uh, beaten and she was uh, tortured and uh, humiliated, and uh, she had to watch her child be beaten and tortured, and. Uh, witnessed other prisoners being um, uh, murdered and executed in this prison cell. So it took courage. She took a woman to find something inside to overcome the pain of this world and fight through it because there was something more that she was looking for and perhaps there was a value in her herself and her child that she was not going to give up on. It wasn't luck. And as I kind of thought about it a bit more, um, 
the soldiers that tortured her and imprisoned her also gave her extra food. So there was this element of kindness and courage in this dark story um, that told me that uh, more than luck, it was people's kindness and courage being smuggled across the borders into Thailand and then the doctors and nurses and volunteers from all over the world, their courage and kindness to come into a war zone area is why we survived. And then volunteers in Australia that were um, donating and, I don't know, lobbying the government and then accepting us in their community, that kindness and courage is why we survived. So our story, our survival was built on people that believed in a better world, for one, and also decided to do something with their power and use kindness and courage to, to change and help other people. When I ask my mum um, about this three years of our life together, um, she says um, uh, the guns, the bombs, the grenades, the shackles, the machetes, they had nothing on my imagination. The soldiers may have seen two withered bodies within this cell, but we were never in there. I used my imagination to escape. And that's my first observation about life, that um, pure imagination has the power to defy evil, has the power to defy bullets and bombs and guns. And we kind of forget this power as we grow up. And so in my daily life and decisions, I apply imagination to almost everything I do. Um, and I do not care um, if there's like uh, forces that keep going against it. It's very hard to be imaginative in this world sometimes. Strategy meetings, people are more inclined to go with logical steps. Mm-hmm. And so I'm forever arguing why I just want to do what my imagination says. And I don't need to explain to you or give you reason. It's just what my heart says. So that's how we um, uh, run Beekeeper. Yeah. And uh, I say to them, if I'm going to take time to explain, that if you applied logic to my life, then I would be dead in a prison cell all those years ago. But if you applied imagination to my life, then I'm here alive. And because imagination is the reason why I'm alive, I will live my life with pure imagination. So that's my first observation about yeah. um, how powerful imagination is and why I hold it very close to my heart. The second observation is about superpowers. And I, um, I, I, I really believe this. You know, greater than flying and greater than time travel, greater than uh, any comic book superhero power is the ability and the power to change the world. And this power ability sits in every single person's hearts. And the only thing stopping you from using it is yourself. So we actually get a choice to put on our capes and make change in the world. And um, I am here alive today because all those people all those years ago believed in the same thing, that they had the power to change the world. And the difference between many people and them is that they actually chose to act upon it. And because they believed in their power, their superpower, it's another reason why I'm alive today. And uh, I will forevermore choose to live my life with my superpowers and I will use it every day and that's what drives me to live a life with purpose um, 
And I don't even, um, I don't, I, I actually have never really sat down and said, what is my purpose in life? None of those things really, it's not something I've ever done. Mm. I think it's because if I had to analyse myself, I've, I was born without freedom in prison. I always knew what my purpose was. There was no searching. It was right smack bang in the middle of my heart and I knew exactly what my life was going to be. And uh, the beginning of it was going to be... I wanted to be like all those people that saved my life who had a belief in superpowers and who had the courage to use kindness and courage to to enact change in the world. Those are my first two, and I didn't recognise those things until maybe that was my search, unconsciously. I didn't recognise the power of pure imagination over logic and the power of superpowers <laughs> until my adult years. Mm. Um, the next two observations about um, life and what I've chosen to live by is learned from my younger sister and uh, I remember one day quite clearly you know I, th- I think um, true courage happens every single day in this world and um, unfortunate for me I didn't recognise it until August 10th 2012 when I watched my younger sister drag herself from the hospital bathroom all the way to the hospital bed where I was standing on the other side and it was a very difficult night before I had to learn how to inject morphine um, and the pain that she was going through was more powerful than morphine and during that night um, her body would go rigid with severe pain and you're there trying to relieve the pain in any way you can so I remember holding her hand and saying to her um, tell me where your pretty place is um, uh, like I, we were, when we were kids we would imagine a place when things got too difficult growing up and um, through the pain she, would start, she started saying I'm, I'm at the beach the water's clear it's uh, crystal clear like turquoise we're sitting in hammocks and um, every time I go and s- see my sister now it's where I go to that place and she managed to escape pain again by using her imagination that night. But looking at her from across the bed, um, she, without saying a word, she was telling me she was about to let go, that the pain was now too much for her. And uh, five days later, uh, she left this world in my arms. And um, I was quite in turmoil, but on reflection, a few years afterwards, she was, I saw a woman with great beauty on the other side of that bed and she was calm and at peace while I was breaking on the other side still believing no matter what the doctor said that she was going to make it so till the end I refused to believe it and um, I thought if my little sister could face her death with such peace, calm and grace then there's nothing in this world I have to be scared of and truly I live by that now and here's the beautiful part of it it set me free nothing scares me anymore Um, and that's how I will always chase my dreams without fear and it's awesome and fun and it doesn't matter if it fails that's not the point the point is that you gave your best shot and there's nothing left when you have to go so 
writing, chasing your dreams, it's a piece of cake. Um, writing a business plan, piece of cake. Finding purpose is a piece of cake. It, everything becomes a piece of cake when you truly understand what true courage actually is. That's my third observation. And um, it's allowed me to chase things down, dreams or, or anything, without fear. And it, le- it leaves me at peace. It's how I've managed to get this far with the shop so far. And it's why I'm not afraid to talk to millionaires in board meetings and tell them to fuck off (laughs) if it's not on my terms. And the interesting thing part about telling people to fuck off or don't fuck around with me, I did not survive war, to fuck around with my life, is, um, is that they actually appreciate it. They like working with people that don't fuck around. And so suddenly you have a relationship where there's honesty and... There's no fucking around. It's really cool. Um, and if they want to, fair play, we aren't going to be working together. Yeah. I will chase my dreams and I'll make it happen with or without you. Mm. Um, the fourth part is, um, you know, I uh, really struggled with grief. I was suffering from severe depression and uh, got suicidal. And there was a moment, uh, anyone that's been going, th- has gone through this, um, will understand when I say I found myself at the edge, what I call the edge, and uh, looking into this darkness, and it wasn't scary, and thinking how, how easy it would be to take that one step forward into peace and leave this world for the next. And then the pain would be all gone. And my sister... Um, it's quite incredible she I really felt like she reached from the other side through this space where the world of life and death collide and stopped me from killing myself and she uh, tied me to this world uh, with a single promise Um, like uh, that story I wrote she left me a car in her will and uh, a note that said uh, Koki I want you to have my car and uh, I want you to sell it and use the money to make sure this business dream of ours comes true and uh, continue to inspire change in the world the way you've always done. And uh, that promise is what kept me here. So I stepped back from the edge and I decided before I leave this world, I will keep this promise. And this single task that I've been working on every single day is the very task that heals me and I found happiness again. So that's how powerful keeping promises is. So that's my fourth observation. If you say you're going to do something, then just fucking do it. Don't whinge, don't whine, you don't need to tell the world. Do it every single day and the only person that needs to know about it is yourself. And when you do that, the world around you will bend and mould towards the way you would like to see it. And more people that can feel your passion and your dreams and your energy will be drawn towards you. It's incredible. I've never seen that happen before. So on a noticeable conscious level. Until I um, started chasing this promise and keeping it, no matter what. That's my four observations that I've shared with you. Um, it's, I, I can't remember your, your question anymore <laughs> but I think it had to do with how I brought 
these beautiful things to life mm. um, and those are the four core things mm. yeah it was very fitting because I was asking about um, basically I guess we went into trauma but I was talking about that like basically where there was pain and how that became potential for all this bedrock for all this amazingness that we now see and appreciate and yeah yeah thank you so much for going there that was yeah that's okay I'm uh, you're very welcome and your listeners are very welcome I uh didn't talk for a very long time and that's what led me to that edge yeah so um I will always be proud to talk about my sister yeah. hands down so the trauma and pain will always be there mm-hmm. but I am a stronger person uh glued together and all and scarred and all yeah. I'm a a better person a stronger person and um I'm healed. I'm healing. I'm healed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, um, yeah, that, it just, yeah, watching your ability to be able to communicate all that as well is really, um, is really inspiring as well because in that, for me, that just shifted so much inside me as well in terms of being healed and healing. That was yeah. just being able to go to that depth and just hold that space. That is phenomenal when to come back with those lessons you know imagination and what a what a beautiful 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 lesson and then obviously the power to change the world um and just touching on that like i you know i really want to discuss the imaginarium oh (laughs) yes on its way yes it is let's go there (laughs) while while it's on my tongue let's yeah well uh so uh our business has grown from um so what what the business does Mm -hmm. if the if people want to know, is yeah. um, so I had built five schools already uh, uh-huh. before my sister got sick. So we were on our way to doing what we all always wanted to do. Yeah. And uh, managed to raise over half a million dollars and built four schools and then realised we couldn't keep on asking people for money. And so we looked out into the world and saw all these businesses that looks profitable and thought, why can't we be one? There is actually no reason why we can't be a business that's profitable but we're going to be different yep. there'll be no business like ours mm-hmm. there'll be our DNA that we're putting forth into the world and it's going to be beautiful wow. and so the beginning was that we would uh, use our profits to support the schools we've already built mm-hmm. so we'll never ever have to beg for money again yep. and so we started with researching uh, bags because we built schools and our supporters were teachers and parents and we said to them if we made a backpack uh, that was giving back to um, the kids in our schools that you give money for nothing already, would you buy it? And uh, the surveys came back and 100% said yes. <laughs> so we knew we were onto something. Yeah. And as we researched that, we learned how wasteful the world is. And uh, Cambodia gets a lot of the first world's fashion waste. Uh-huh. And so we decided to kind of try and solve this problem of clothing and waste being dumped into our landfill in Cambodia and try to figure out how do we turn rubbish into something incredible, useful, beautiful and if we can do that we'll win people over and so we started turning shirts into bags Yeah. Um, so we're cleaning up the planet on one side and then giving kids the opportunity to uh, study English in our schools. Because that's what I read, right? So each of the bags basically is pays for a tuition for one kid for a whole year. Yes. Yeah, so we uh, have the schools. They're all, fun, they're all uh, running smoothly and fine. Mm-hmm. So we know how much these things cost. I'm from Cambodia, so 
I know the language, I know the system, mm. no one can pull the wool over my eye. Yeah. And so... Which is very helpful for yes. the third world country. <laughs> so basically, uh, all we need to do is hire an English teacher mm. and then divide his monthly salary up between 250 kids mm. and we have, a, we, have a, we have the school, the classes. So the kids learn uh, three times a week, mm. one hour lessons. Yeah. Um, it's not perfect but it's a beginning it's a start and we're, we're on our way to yeah. always improving being better but we've funded close to 3,000 places now in fact we're fully funded so we're going to shift our focus to something different mm-hmm. um, so the kids in this school is funded for six years straight yeah so it's a good chunk of solid time solid, to yeah. test if this is going to work mm-hmm. and uh we'll see it's going well so far um so that's that's the business and uh I forgot why I was speaking about, I was about the Imaginarium. The Imaginarium. Okay, so we um, we started with me and one woman making a bag a day mm-hmm. in Cambodia. Uh, I tried to engage a factory, but I couldn't trust their uh, conditions and the way they treated people, so I started my own, and I went to live there for two years to do it. We're now 19 people, and uh, recently uh, the landlord of our space uh, decided that he was going to start his own factory after witnessing us. And success. Yes. Mm. And he wanted to create a factory that made plastic things, so mm. which is awful. And then um, he said he was going to try and... He, he, he thought I was just going to fold over. And he said, don't worry, I'll take all your staff and I'll employ them in my plastic factory. Mm. So I went to Cambodia to speak to him mm. <laughs> and, uh, and told him he can't have any of my people... Um, unless they want to go with him. Mm. And uh, every single one of them is going to stay with me. So we're going to find a new home for us, yeah. uh, for these 19 people. I'm really excited about it. But the beekeeper place where we create all our products mm-hmm. is going to be called our Imaginarium. Ah. And it um, feeds directly to our first observation I spoke about, yeah. about the power of pure imagination. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the space, the place where logic just doesn't exist (laughs) and so uh pure imagination if you live it and you you breathe it and you know it will be very easy to to have in this place you won't have to fight anyone so that's happening i hope to have it finished by the end of february Mm. um is my hope and we're going to add a clothing team and other Mm. other parts to the business awesome Yes. Do and the then, kids get to go on school trips to the Imaginarium? Cause this um, we, I haven't thought about that, but <laughs> why not? Yeah, that'd be cool. There's, yeah, we'll, we'll do something yeah. like that. Because um, for those that, obviously, you're, you're listening, so there's not much visual con- uh, content to this, but um, the Imaginarium, I can already visualise a lot of beauty in it just because if you walk into the Beekeeper Parade here in um, Fitzroy, the bags are beautiful, um, and it's amazing just to see how diverse uh, the range is. And it's almost like almost every single piece is unique, in my opinion. Yeah. Every time you walk in, and they're just there's something for absolutely everybody. And um, and there's just yeah, it's just so palatable, <laughs> and they're all so 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 beautiful. They yeah. really are, really are. So I highly encourage people to get in, get in there just to go check it out, just to spend yeah. a minute in there and, get, and like. <laughs> Then pick your jaw up off the ground once you've been wowed and then <laughs> yes. carry on with your day. But yeah, they're absolutely beautiful. So I can imagine this Imaginarium to be really 
a work of art you, it will blow, it, I can tell you it will blow your mind I'm really excited I've, I've uh, sketched a few things and yeah. it'll be cool yeah. um, and, and if they want to come to the, the, our Fitzroy hive uh, we've just added a secret garden so you, know, you could just walk through and sit there if you like and have some tea and it sounds kind of far-fetched, but that's literally, like, I just walked in the other day and we ended up talking for, like, 35, 45 minutes. So I don't want to advertise to everybody yeah. and everybody come and just take up all your time, but literally, it's totally on offer. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, if I'm in the shop, yes, uh, I will be happy to talk. Um, um, so the power to change the world um, was the second thing you talked to, and I think we yeah. spoke about that in the bags as well, and that's really powerful as well. And, um, yeah, just... Firstly, the schools, and then um, now looking at basically, I also see the power of just the conscious business is also yeah. a very powerful change as well. So there's obviously creating yes. the the schools and giving back to your local community, um, but then also now creating a business which is very philanthropic and like you said, like trying not to hurt the planet, trying not to harm the animals, and trying to do the best by people as possible. Um, that's really inspirational and you also mentioned that like a lot of that involves operating from the heart and just you know you you believe that that space exists within everybody but we've perhaps shut it down or something yeah um and i think there's a really inspiring time ahead where more and more people are thinking in this space and it's really inspirational to sort of see the work that you are doing in this space um do you feel like there is more and more people walking this line with you or is it um yeah definitely i i think there's definitely a swell of change and more people becoming a bit more conscious and aware of what what is it they're meant to be doing with the short time they've got in this world mm. there's nothing i'm saying tonight that's new for people yeah uh, we all know we we will die yeah. and we all know that the time we've got is short so what the area that I'm really interested in is the difference between people that do mm. and the people that don't. And that's the area, like, what's what's the difference? Why are there some people that are overcoming, I guess it's fear, mm-hmm. and just going for it? And for me, it took losing my sister, but I don't think, um, I don't think uh, we all have to go through something like that yeah. to overcome our fears. But I do see... A lot more people um, stepping out yeah. into that. Do you have you? Might be obviously your story is different, but is there advice that you have for people that are crippled by that fear? Yes, uh, I'll preface my advice by saying I'm not an expert in anything, so yeah. um, I share my experience so that um, m- m- that's how I give my advice. Mm-hmm. So when I talk about it. It is not for me to spoon feed whoever's listening. It is up to that person to actually uh, pay attention and in that moment work for that lesson as well. Mm-hmm. So when when they are uh, listening, it's they're, they're meant to be drawing a line from my heart to theirs. And if they can connect it, then the lesson will be learned. Mm-hmm. Those four observations are my advice. Mm-hmm. Give pure imagination a chance. If you're sitting in a strategy meeting and you're bored shitless, then your life... 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Shouldn't be filled with bored, being bored. Yeah. Stand up and change that moment mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. I don't know. For me, to have my pure imagination space, I sat down... And I wrote what my dream job looked like. Maybe that's a task. Write down what your dream job is. <laughs> Sit down. Draw it up. Yep. Not even a job. I actually drew... Uh, if my dream life existed... Mm-hmm. So, okay. This is what... Here's some, here's some advice. Okay. Sit down and ask yourself this question. If your dream life existed, draw that picture. When you walk out your doors, what does it look like? Is it filled with unicorns, waterfalls, pink elephants, whatever? Mm. You draw your dream life. Uh And if it doesn't exist, then you make it happen. Because that's how I saw, that's how I make this stuff happen. I realized that my dream life and my dream job actually doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So if I wanted to live with pure imagination and if I wanted to believe in superpowers and act on it every single day, then I was going to have to create it. Uh-huh. And so sit down and um, draw that dream life. Yeah. Write it down, brainstorm it by yourself. Mm-hmm. The second one is a lesson that's missed quite often. So at university, sometimes I lecture at universities, um, students will ask me, um, what are some advice? I don't know what my passion is. Yeah. Um, what should I be doing? And um, that's a great... The beginning is actually asking those questions, so Mm -hmm. they're on their way. The part that they miss is that you're actually meant to be... The only task that you have to do is actually finding out who you are. You do not have to be a freaking creative person. You don't have to be a traveller. You don't have to be a digital nomad or entrepreneur. The only thing you have to be is you. But the task is finding out who that is. So you need to find out who you are before you can figure out what that person is meant to be doing in this world. So write it down. You know bits and pieces already. Second task, sit down and write, who am I? I believe in this. My values are this. Before I die, and answer this question actually, while you're figuring out, writing down who you are, my sister, after a chemotherapy session, asked me, um, if you died tomorrow, would you be happy with the sum of your existence? And my answer to that question at the time was no, because I would have left a mortgage. The sum of my existence would have been a mortgage. 
And so all my talents and dreams diminished and the privilege of having a life was con- all I did was contribute to a home I didn't even own. Mm. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's how I felt. So when you're writing down who you are, think about what you'd like to leave behind when you leave this world mm. and make sure that you answer yes to that question. If you die tomorrow, would you be happy with the sum of your existence? And that's why I don't, I'm not scared of anything anymore. If I die tomorrow, I'm truly happy with everything I've done so far to this point. I've given it my best shot. There's a reason why the shop is succeeding and there's a reason why the Imaginarium's growing. There's a reason why we're going to open up a second store and there's a reason why I'm going to finish my novel and there's a reason why we're going to have a shop in New York. It's because I gave it everything I've got. And in your bathroom is this thing that says, I am enough. Believe it. It's true. And even if there are task moments where you're, it's not, you feel like you're not enough and you don't reach where you thought you want it to be, it's a lesson. There's no fail. The only fail is that you never gave it a go. So if you want to overcome your fears, try those three things. <laughs> Yeah, wow. That was... Yeah. I can't wait to get down with a pen and a pad after this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so it's actually fun. I do it every year and I'll look at it. I have it on my wall Mm. and um, I'll walk past it and I'll say, write novel. And I'm like, yeah, I should. And uh, it'll remind me. Because that was... uh, You were perfectly segueing into the the third point that you were talking about, which was fearlessness. But um, I was also really enthusiastic to sort of share the... uh, Because we we, we had this conversation and it was about how... I guess the fearlessness sort of uh, is in there as well as 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 the imagination in terms of just, you know, yes, I've got a shop that now, like, promotes bags and sells bags to support. And the next thing I want to do is write a book. Yeah. And then you were saying, like, the logical step is like, huh, what, what? Where's the what, connection? Wait, what, yeah. What? Huh? Yeah. Like, where's that? Where's that link? Yes. And then it's like, but I don't, I don't have to give you a link. Yeah, <laughs> you I know? don't. I don't have to make you understand, and I don't have to give you a reason. Mm. The only thing I can say is, it's what my heart says. Yep. It's what will fulfill me and my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, have faith in that. Yeah. Please. Yeah. It's a. Uh, yeah, there's constant battles with um, imagination and, <laughs> and logic. You know, they're saying when we sit down and, and product, uh, creative product meetings, mm. and the team will start saying we should do a bum bag or uh, whatever, satchel <laughs> or something. Yeah, something um, in line with what yes. you're already doing. And I'll be like, um, no, I think we're going to release a novel. It's going to be incredible. And it is exactly who I am and it's what my heart is saying. So that is that's it and you watch this when when it comes out i have no doubt you will fall in love with it mm-hmm. and people will read it and without us having to even try mm-hmm. they'll walk through my our shop doors yeah where the sign above says through these doors walk the most beautiful souls in the world I love and without that. you trying they'll buy a bag yeah. if that's what you're trying to make them do the novel will deepen their their belief in us and love of us. The connection, yeah. Yeah. For sure. I had something else to tell you, but I forgot. But that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, so there's battles. Oh, that's it. While you're talking about fearlessness, I I do, I must um, 
expand on that please um being fearless doesn't mean you're never scared you are actually constantly often scared but you're so at peace with yourself that you know how to deal with it and you don't get anxiety attacks as much or whatever because you're at peace you know how to deal with you know how to breathe and those things so being fearless is actually fighting all those fears and you get scared and it's a roller coaster but it's because of that is and overcoming that is because you're fearless being fearless is not some imaginary happy place where there's nothing to be scared of mm-hmm. it's actually fighting those fears and and it's actually quite fun as well because mm-hmm. on the other side is everything that you've ever wanted this is a quote or something that on the other side is fears everything that you've ever wanted yeah. but I want to add to that it's on the other side is fears everything that you've ever wanted that's meant something to you that's what's waiting for you and if that's not a good enough carrot then I don't know what is like, <laughs> you know what I mean it's totally. pretty awesome it's either that or stay in this reserved place yeah. that's not you mm. on the other side is actually you <laughs> the real you mm. What a, what a bridge. That was definitely um, one of the biggest lessons I've actually learned this yes. year, just in this year. So I'm yeah. really, um, yeah, really honoured to be able to sit here and hear that shared. Yeah. Um, just, yeah, like, because I, I, I always thought courage was just not having fear at all. And some people were courageous and some yeah. people were not. Yeah. Um, until I actually Googled it, I just went on to okay. Uncle Google and went up and looked up courage. And it was yeah. like, courage is having fear. It's totally having fear actually having a lot of fear but then going ahead and doing it anyway yeah. that's what courage is and that for me yeah, yeah. shifted a lot absolutely yeah. shifted a lot and I was like oh so I can because all of a sudden it wasn't like courage was just something that was innate yeah. it was like oh courage is something I can I can train you know yeah. it was just like yeah I've got fears for sure yeah. but maybe I'll step towards it for the yeah. change and like you said, the, the the good juju on the other side of it definitely is a real thing. Yeah. Just who you become, yeah. just walking towards them, let alone what comes out of it, is just an absolute yeah. blessing. So thank you so much for, for sharing that. Um, That's all right. I, I, I think um, just um, on fear, one of the scariest things a person can do is actually what I was my second advice was actually to go find out who you are Mm. Um, because when you find that person that real you Mm. that is the essence of everything you're meant to be and you're constantly changing too by the way Mm -hmm. um, it's actually scary to face to face yourself and all your flaws and 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 that stuff Mm. but in 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 that uh, facing off I, I guess you can say is uh, another scary part is actually when you recognise how beautiful your soul is and how uh, in love you can be with your own soul Mm -hmm. and then finding the courage and this is the courageous part of bringing that beautiful soul inside of you that you've discovered into the world so when you see the Imaginarium when you see the book the bags Mm -hmm. it's an extension of my soul Everything is an extension. There's nothing... That's what I'd like to leave behind. Mm, it's very beautiful. Yeah. You can see that, so thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess the, the, the power of promise. This is something that um, I'm... Yeah, super 
I, I read this as well in, in just my in the background of, of everything that was going on and for me it was um, really potent just because I think these days especially in a lot of the work that you know I work in project management and um, okay I'll, I'll go on a bit of a, a short story mm-hmm. which is I there are there are timelines in which people have to get work done there's a timeline that internally we as a company yeah. uphold and then there's another another timeline which we provide to the people that we want to get work done from yeah and it's a lot more compressed so that we can you know but yeah. we subconsciously there's a promise there that we're being authentic and that this is what we want to deliver yeah um and i think i'm bringing this in in the just the, the power of the honoring your word yeah yeah and i i just feel like that's just not prevalent in society at the moment yeah um it's very oh like like everything's metered in yeah. terms of I can say this but I really mean this and I can yeah. say this and I really mean this and for me when I heard the power of a promise and upholding a promise for me it was about keeping to your word and yeah. that integrity that that meant and for me yeah. that, that really struck a chord because it was for me that is a beacon Yeah, that really is a beacon, that really is a light that is um, that is not blazing everywhere at the moment Yeah, that I feel um, how, how does that you know, obviously you, you've, you've got a story behind it and there's a massive motivation or inspiration and push and push yeah. from the other side to, to keep that burning. Yeah. Um, how's, that, how's that been, like... Keeping promises? Promise, my promise. Um, uh, not hard, yeah. actually. <laughs> I, lo- I, love, um, I love chasing them and keeping them. There's... It helps me develop a kind of willpower I never thought I had before. Mm-hmm. So to write my novel, I promised that I'd write something every single day for four years. Uh-huh. And uh, did it. It's incredible. Although I do still eat cake when I try to stay at the <laughs> <laughs> That's one thing. But, but, the, but the big Cookie's stuff... still human. <laughs> I can't stop it. Actually, the only reason why I exercise is so I can so eat, more, eat cake. more cake. But anyway. Um, <laughs> Make sure you write that one down as well. <laughs> it's the only reason. If you find me jogging, it's because yeah. I'll be eating cake later. So, and excited about it. So I'll be running. <laughs> no. Um... Promises. I just, uh, I just think it's a better world that. Basically, what Gandhi's um, quote, like, uh, "Be the change you'd like to see in the world." Um, I don't want to live in a world with promise breakers, mm. so I'm not going to be one. Yep. And it's actually, so, you be it, and the people around you, the world around you, changes. Totally. And so I have people now that are very conscious of my, of how strict I am with time. Mm. And I don't mean it to be mean or anything, but I have a limited time on this planet. Mm-hmm. I don't know how long I've got. So no one's going to fuck around with my time. Mm-hmm. And I have no problem with cutting out people that waste my time. Mm-hmm. There is zero uh, anger towards that person, but I will not let another person waste the time I've got in this world it could be being late to meetings yeah. maybe once, fine but if it's constant I'm not, you're not going to be in my life I, I can't have you uh, wasting my precious, precious time mm. it's the most precious thing I've got so yeah. I give it quite sparingly mm. um, I don't know that's, 
it's a very hard one. I, I find it very easy to keep the promises I make. Mm. I don't um, make a lot of them, mm. but the ones I do are quite big. I, I'm also late sometimes, yeah. but there's a really good reason why, mm. <laughs> often. Yeah. Um, and I understand people are late, but you know what I mean. Yeah, totally. Like, always as an excuse or something. I think it's really beautiful that we're talking about promise, which is something so macro, but you're really, like, talking to something that is your day-to-day. Yes. And just, like, how that permeates, not just from, like, a high-level promise you made to your yeah. system, but also from the day-to-day. It's just, like, simple things which we take for granted, like timekeeping. It's yeah. like, I said I'll be here, and you show up at the yeah. time yeah. you promised. Um, yeah, and I think it's... Um, I'm inspired because of the whole... Uh, and what you touched on specifically actually was perfect. You just knowing that you were going to write a, um, a page every day in your book. Yeah. Um, yeah, just keeping a promise to yourself. Yeah. What that does for your... I am enough, but also your, your love and your nurturing yeah. of yourself, care for yourself, yeah. your self-esteem. Yeah. Um, I think that is... It's a bit insidious how we erode that, yeah. that we don't keep the promises with ourselves, yes, right? Yeah. Um, and so I find that really, really inspirational that um, you have taken that on and yeah. what that really means and how that yeah. puts you the space that you hold in yeah. the world at the moment. Thank you. I think uh, the biggest promises you'll make in life will be the ones you make to yourself. So you should do your best to keep them. Whatever they are, make them and keep them. And then keep the promise keepers around you. They will understand and they will cheer you on and it will help you chase your dreams and it will be reciprocal. Yeah. Um, and then suddenly it's easier to keep your promises. And I also want to say um, chasing your dreams, uh, keeping promises, being changing the world, using your imagination and finding true courage and understanding what that is, is not easy. So... Don't whinge and whine about how hard it is. It's fucking hard. Mm. And and accept it. It's part of the deal. And it's also part of the deal that it's incredible and fun. So expect excitement and setbacks. If something bad happens, don't be surprised. Don't have an anxiety attack. Attack. It's what happens. Your, your job is actually to sit down and figure it out. And it's part of the fun. It's how you deal with all these things. The second part about hard work and, and chasing dreams is that it's easy as well. The reason why it's easy is because it's what you're meant to be doing with your life. So for me, when I look at the two options, I could be working hard, very hard, in my dream and fucking loving it, or I can be working harder in whatever it is, a job I absolutely hate and depresses me, and people think that's the easier path. Let's clear something out right now. The harder path for human beings is to go down the non-dream path. You're working very hard in a job you absolutely hate and it's killing you slowly. You know this, but you're denying it. People know that they're dying slowly. It's actually easier for you to figure out how to chase your dreams. Because all the hard work, yes, but it's actually what you're meant to be doing and it's filled with beautiful excitement. It's actually easier to chase your dreams if we're going to talk about hard work. Wow. But you do have to use your brain yeah. and your heart. You, don't, you can't expect it all and to fall. Gut. Yeah, and your guts. Yeah. Um, you need to, if you need money, everyone needs money and pay rent and all that stuff. 
then sit down and figure it out. I actually, um, my two things I say to my staff is, uh, one, use your brain, and two, use your, follow your heart. It's, if you want to chase your dream, sit down, use your brain, follow your heart. Yeah. It's how, it's the two rules I go by. Yeah. If there's a massive problem that we're confronted by, mm-hmm. I will sit down and figure it out by using my brain yeah. and then follow my heart. Beautiful, but yeah. Is there a, is there a book that you've read or shared more than any other book? And what is that book? Um, yes, I love reading. And, uh, and movies. Okay, okay, so I hate self-help books. I yep. never read any of them. I can't stand them. Yeah. Fine, people get a lot out of some of them. Yeah, yeah. I haven't... I can't be bothered. Uh-huh. Um, so Harry Potter is one of my favourite all-time books. It's very inspiring. Yeah. And I love it to death. Rightfully Because so. it's imaginative. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> in my novel, there's also four houses, not Gryffindor, Slytherin, Hufflepuff, or Ravenclaw, yeah. but we have our own. But anyway, um, <laughs> Harry Potter, it just, it's, it just frees me to... Yeah. To uh, um, to release my imagination. I, I I just I don't know. The I love it. Coming through for me is expansion. Yeah, and you know, it's all about who you are. So for me, I know who I am, and I resonate with this novel. Yeah. Roald Dahl, uh, BFG. Yeah. Not the second half of the novel, but the first half. The first line is incredible. Um, it's this sliver of moonlight is what she saw. Anyway, um, that novel, it's a big friendly giant. Yeah. I love reading fiction. Yeah. So I don't often read non-fiction stuff. Uh-huh. Um, those are two yeah. uh, movies that changed my life. Uh, the first one is Pan's Labyrinth, which is a Spanish movie set in okay. the Civil Spanish War. Uh-huh. It's about a young girl that uses her imagination to survive an abusive stepfather who, uh, and also to try and save her younger brother. It is beautiful. It is about time, it's about magic, and it's about uh, using the imagination to escape trauma. If you could read between the lines. Yeah. Very powerful. The other one's uh, Emily, (laughs) the French movie. It's quite romantic, but I just like her quirkiness and how she leaves little bits of her all over the world and how she's, you can see her heart. very clearly if we could all see each other's heart how incredible yeah and how her father couldn't understand that every time he touched her her heart would beat faster so he thought she had a heart defect Mm. that movie and um life is beautiful the italian movie um because life is beautiful and again he uses imagination to protect his son who's the narrator from the the uh the prison camps yep. where they uh, gassed uh, the Jewish people. It is very powerful. Mm-hmm. And I, I I play that song, Life is Beautiful, in my shop all the time. Uh, and people walk in and, and say, what's this song? <laughs> and I'm like, it's Life is Beautiful. <laughs> and suddenly we have this conversation about life and why it's beautiful. Ah, uh, perfect. Um, perfect. Those, those things. Yeah, I don't read self-help books. Yeah. Um, this is where I think uh, what people should be doing and that is your lessons are inside of yourself. If you're going to believe that you are enough, then it, then believe it. Yeah. It's not in a fucking book sometimes. Mm-hmm. Your lessons are inside of your heart. Mm-hmm. That's the harder, scarier thing to do. So 
don't whinge or whine. Look inside of yourself. If you want to know what the um, what makes you happy and what and all that stuff, it's not going to be in a book. It's going to be the journey you go within. Yes, journey outwards, but there's also an internal one. So I recommend more than any book or movie is again that that advice of finding out who you are because lessons are in there and it has power and it means you'll be a, a human being where you're almost self-equipped mm. and and it's true there's originality in you there's stuff that's not in the world yet it could be inside you your heart yeah but read your books and stuff there's very incredible lessons that other people are, are talking about as well yeah really um something just really shifted for me in terms of the imagination and seeing where you went with your imagination but that journey out into that yeah. space is also a reflection of what's happening inside in terms of where you're anchored where you're going yes. out there so yeah. that was something that just polarised for me so that was yeah. uh, really awesome I also am a person that loves to learn my lessons on my own for myself mm-hmm. it's how I truly learn lessons yep. so um, that's why I don't look into self-help books because I like to go out and, and do it on my own yeah. and just figure it out. Yeah. It's the best way to learn, I think. <laughs> learn from fun. life, the hardest yes. teacher. Gives and you the test before the lesson. Yeah. <laughs> and if I make mistakes, yeah. great. I, I will become better mm. and watch out for the next time. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, because we're opening up a store in New York now, because that's totally happening now. So that's right. In, um, in um, oh, the name of the park, Central Park, okay? Yes. We get to erect a massive billboard, right, in Central Park. Yeah. What does your billboard, you've got complete creative control uh, over this. What does your you billboard... You mean like Times Square? Yeah, Times Square. Um, what does your billboard say? Oh, wow. This is a hard question. Yes. Um, it depends on what I I imagine it would be if it's about the book because I feel like no one no one knows my story Um, and if it's going to be through the book it will be I don't know if it's going to be a logo or a film or video I kind of see life in video at the moment yeah. so it's probably going to be a video like a short snippet mm-hmm. and um, maybe this narration but it'll say uh, I don't know I haven't named my novel yet but it'll be the name of the novel and it'll say about a boy who runs away from home to find a cure to save his sister's life it's probably what it's going to say and people will be curious and then find their way in whatever the universe sets for them through my doors in New York that will have the same sign mm-hmm. through these doors walk the most beautiful souls in the world yeah <laughs> amazing um, so yeah I think the final question is um, my favourite um, it is kind of existential Yes. And the question goes a little bit like this. Um, so, who are you beyond your beyond your story and beyond your identity? I've always answered this question with this, I'm, I'm Koki. <laughs> and that's it. That, there's nothing... I know it's, it's this human language 
but it's the closest thing I've got to who I am at the moment. So I'm not a, I'm not any job title. I'm not any expert. I'm not even a, a, a you know, like if if you said I'm an entrepreneur, it's only a sliver of who I am. A lover, that's a sliver. A friend, another sliver. I'm I'm Koki. Love that. Super Which embodies nice. all of that <laughs> and beyond. <laughs> awesome. Um, Koki. Brother, it was... Where do I begin? From walking into those doors and <laughs> being yeah. blessed by the sign overhead um, to just reading the story on the window to when it lured me in. Um, just that whole process and even connecting to you and just having such a heart-to-heart conversation with someone I just met who had an invitation written to me on their shop front window (laughs) and then I walk into this shop where the bags and the colours and the uniqueness and is just you know just lights you up even if you just walk into the store and just sharing in in like literally the extension of your soul in that place yeah um the vision that you have and then to feel into that even further where the intention is you know we're supporting kids in cambodia we're creating schools um and to see that go even further with the authenticity that's being driven out of the business and the conscious creation that's coming there and even just knowing that you're doing it on your own terms and you're completely if anyone else is in that way and they're not supporting the vision, leave it to you, but I'm doing it my way. Yeah. Everything you're standing for, everything you're embodying, for me, is super, super inspirational. And I, I really, really love, is the word, what you're doing and what you're yeah. embodying. So thank you so much for all that you do. And um, I guess on the Inspired Evolution, I like to say that you know life is a journey, but these days maybe it's just an expanded now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But whatever it is, yes. um, just massive, massive, massive heartfelt blessings on whatever's coming and whatever's becoming and whatever you are and yeah. just wishing you all the best always. Thank you for inviting me. Um, I'm so happy to share my story with you. So thank you very much. No. And I'll see you again, I'm sure. <laughs> yes, you're just around yes. the corner. <laughs> I, well, yes, I am. Yes. <laughs> um, so those that um, want to get in touch with you, is the shop front the easiest way to come find Koki someday, just like I did? Well, um, probably not. I'm, I'm not in there all the time anymore. No. Um, but maybe email through the website. Yep. Um, I, I hate to sound like I'm like, oh, too Got busy. Yeah. Um, but I am. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I get lots of invitations and emails. Uh, so, but that's the best way. Yeah. So I'm always running around and I try to answer all my emails. Yeah. Because uh, basically if someone's taking the time to email me, then I will do my best to respond. Honor yeah. Awesome. Yes, that's the best way. I think. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you okay. so much. Thank You're you. welcome. You. <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.